theoretically possible. Why waste time? It doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Three, two, one. Good, wonderful day, everyone. How are you doing today, Quinn? Doing great. How about you, my love? I'm doing very good. Thank you very much for asking. I'm looking forward to sharing with you a quote that I have recently consumed. I did not read it in a book, but I did consume it. An audio. An audio book. And I'm still finishing it up. And it is a very intriguing book, but I can't recommend it quite yet. But there is a quote in there that I connected with that I want your perspective on. Cool. I'm excited to hear it. So, you know, Ready Player One. Yes. Which is the movie, Steven Spielberg, the homie made it. Originally a book. Originally a book, correct. And uh, the movie came out not too long ago. And the author also wrote a sequel to Ready Player One. Unfortunately, the author died. So I don't think that there will be many more books to come. But this one is taking the idea of the virtual world even farther beyond Ready Player One, which was very futuristic, as we recall. So this quote is kind of looking at how life is similar to a video game. Are you ready for it? Ready. My friend Kira always said that life is like an extremely difficult, horribly unbalanced video game. When you're born, you're given a randomly generated character with a randomly determined name, race, face, and social class. Your body is your avatar, and you spawn in a random geographic location at a random moment in human history, surrounded by a random group of people, and then you have to try to survive for as long as you can. Sometimes the game might seem easy, even fun. Other times it might be so difficult you want to give up and quit. But unfortunately, In this game, you only get one life. When your body grows too hungry or thirsty or ill or injured or old, your health meter runs out, and then it's game over. Some people play the game for a 100 years without figuring out that it's a game or that there is a way to win it. To win the video game of life, you just have to try to make the experience of being forced to play it as pleasant as possible for yourself, and for all of the other players you encounter in your travels. Kira said that if everyone played the game to win, it'd be a lot more fun for everyone. What are your thoughts? Wow. There's a lot in there, actually. There's a lot in there. I thought it was pretty well written. Yeah, I did too. Um, There are a few things in there. I mean, first of all, I definitely agree with the idea that, I mean, because I've said this so many times, how lucky we were. It is random. You don't mm-hmm. get to choose what you look like. You don't get to choose where you're born. You don't get to choose, you know, where you're born. You don't get to choose a lot of things in life. It is randomly generated. Right. Um, and so I, I often reflect on how lucky we were in terms of the entire world and not even just the entire world of that we were born in, you know, California where we were born in, mm-hmm. but even the time that we were born in. The time, yes. The time that we're born in, I mean, especially me being such a history, you know, nerd, looking back on even just 100 years ago, there's a very, the amount of people who could succeed in the game of life was very small. Yeah. Relatively speaking to today. There's a lot more opportunity depending, you know, for, for people today than there are 
were a hundred years ago. Right. Um, so that's one thing. But do, um, do you think it would be better if we were born later? I mean, history shows overall, we can say that it's better to be alive today than it would be if we were born, you know, 50 years ago or a hundred yeah. years ago. Do you think it's only going to keep getting better and better? I don't know. What are your thoughts? There's no crystal ball. I know there's no crystal ball. But yeah, definitely it it does seem like it's progressively gotten better. But I can definitely see, and I think obviously the human consciousness has been able to imagine how dystopia can actually occur. Mm -hmm. You know, how even, you know, as things seem to be progressing after World War One, no one really saw another world war happening. Mm. And that took us back. And then, you know, we have to keep pushing forward. So there are things that we do to ourselves or that may happen in the future that you know, whether that's climate change or whatever, it could take us years back also. Right. So it's not always a linear forward progress. True. But um, a couple of the other things that were said too were really interesting. It kind of almost sounded a little depressing um, in some, <laughs> in some spot. Well, I mean, it, you do only have one life, very true. And of yeah. course, you know, you want to survive. To me, one of the interesting parts about that quote was also about how it was all... Um, we're programmed to survive as long as we can. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's missing, you know, the, the aspects of the human consciousness. I mean, we are programmed to survive, obviously. Mm. That's what, if you really go down to the very root of what our brains are trying to do, we are trying to survive. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there are other things like self-actualization, you know, where it's beyond just surviving. You want to do something even more than just survive. Right. You know, so but isn't you, that the point of the game is to... To win the video game of life, you just have to try to make the experience of being forced to play it as pleasant as possible for yourself and for all other players you encounter in your travels. Isn't that self-actualization in a weird way? It is. It is in a weird way. And, but I mean, the truth is, is that, so is that just in some the purpose of life? Hmm. Perhaps it is. That's the question. <laughs> well, the game, what is the game? I mean, I, I think that the rules of the game have not been drawn out to the extent and they're not completely understood by everyone Mm. as they are in a video game, Mm -hmm. right? There's a lot more nuance to life than than the rules that are defined in a video game or in a virtual world. Well, right now, I don't know what the the rules of the virtual world. I think it's more limitations than rules right now in the virtual world. But But, yeah, what, what do you think though about make the, what if to win the video game of life, you just have to make the experience as pleasant as possible for you and for others that you encounter. I like that. I mean, it's very simple. We can agree on that. Is it too simple? Yeah. My gut instinct does feel like it's too (laughs) simple, but that's to be honest. I mean, in order for it to be generalizable, it has to be simple, right? Otherwise you get, you get too. I mean, everyone has their own different goals and their own definition of happiness and and purpose and all that stuff, but let's dig. Yeah, I don't know. I think to to me, it's interesting for many, many reasons, because I don't know, just thinking about what one's reality in the U.S. is versus one's reality in India versus one's reality in China. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there I feel like there are different rules to the game in different areas, or at least they don't they don't. Look, if you were born and raised in China, you've never been outside of it, and you have been completely censored, for example, like on the internet. You only know the internet to be this, and all, and whatever you have on your phone is what you're allowed to have, and you don't know that there's anything outside of it, or even in India in certain classes, yeah. right? If you or, don't have access. The extreme version would be like North Korea. Yeah, or North Korea, right? Okay. So then yeah. you don't know that 
there are other others playing the game in a totally different way. Okay. So it seems like there are multiple different games. But do you think maybe they're still playing it? Because the the first rule to winning is you're making it as pleasant of an experience for you as possible. Yeah. And those you encounter. So in North Korea, you're making it as pleasant of an experience as possible, even though you don't know the bigger picture. You know what you know. You're trying to still... Isn't yeah. It the same, don't in the weird, same rules apply? Well, in a weird way, that's almost like the the saying ignorance is bliss, right? Because I feel like if you're in North Korea, it's just you're, you're understanding the game relative to what you know, right? right but yeah. if you went outside of North Korea and you saw what was going on in the United States, you would think it's a totally different world. Mm. And all of a sudden, what you thought was happiness, would that still be happiness? Would, that, that would prosperity or whatever the things are that make someone feel like they're having a fulfilled life, not that prosperity is one of those, but like you know, the ability to, to better yourself mm. becomes in it becomes different yeah. once you, once you're immersed out of that area and into a different area. Yeah. The I options understand. are, options are wider, I guess. I, I agree. Options are wider, but I also like that you're making me think about certain times when we were in developing countries, some of the happiest people we ever interacted yeah. with had very little. And it was, it was a big growing moment for us to not only see that but also experience it like oh my gosh having this soup with the family and just having a conversation and learning about each other and really feeling that family community where everything else doesn't matter but this yeah that was moving for me to recognize that there's so much more pleasure out there beyond what an american views as pleasurable or success or something yeah, like success, that. Yeah, success. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that to be honest, I, I, I do like what the quote is saying about life, about what the purpose is, because it is simple and it actually can be applicable to all types of people around the world. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I'm saying is that because it is so confusing without that quote, like if you ask, you know, a hundred people off the streets, like what is happiness? Or what is the purpose of life? You would get so many different types of answers, right? Right. So there's confusion in terms of, there's no one, there's no consensus of what is the game of life. Like if it is a hmm. game, usually you understand what the goal is at the end. Hmm. But I don't think that everyone knows what that goal is at the end. Some people do. And some of those people are the most wise people that I enjoy spending time with. Like you said, we met a lot of them in, the, in developing countries where it's like someone would look at them and say, Oh, well, why would, how could you ever live that way? But they look at others and say, this is just, this is, I'm happy. I've got, I've got all I need right here. Right. And that is in a way that simplified understanding of inner peace is not something that everyone has. And would people really want that? But I think some people are on this on the path of the game is I got to, I got to gain power, right. Or I have to gain yeah. Influence or whatever it is. Um, some people just want a happy family. They just want to be a mom. They just want to procreate or they want to, they want a family. They want to be a dad, you right. know, some people. And so they're seeking maybe the same thing, but in different ways. Hmm. I so, don't know. Well, to me, it sounds like you're actually agreeing a lot with the quote, even though it is extremely simplified. It does seem to your core from what I'm hearing that you do believe it is so much more internal perhaps or I do think it's internal it is also I mean at the end of the day if you really distill it it's all you know being happy or or being 
show that others around you as you're playing the game and you yourself are also, you know, happy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's happy. The, I don't know if that's the word that sh- the, the book used, but mm. pleasant, pleasant. Yeah. Oh, pleasant. That's an interesting word. Pleasant as possible for yourself and for all other players you encounter in your travels. Pleasant. Yeah. I mean, pleasant is, I guess, a word that is similar to impact. So mm. I, I suppose like if you're pleasant, you had some sort of a positive impact. Maybe mm. it's not. Pleasant a, is an interesting term. That it is. Chose. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. What about the fact that the sentence, it says to make the experience of being forced to play it as pleasant as possible. Being forced to play it. Like you don't have a choice. You got to play this game. Yeah. That's a very interesting one where it's like free will choice you know yeah i know well yeah you're you're forced to play this game you're all playing it whether you want to be or not that's interesting yeah it is thoughts it makes me think about people who pull out of the game too i know it's a weird that's really weird i i there's a sunday special on cbs on anthony bourdain and as you and many of our listeners know he chose to take his own life that to me is failure of the game but is it failure of the game he didn't he did make a lot of the people he encountered on his travel have a pleasant experience but he chose to quit the game early yeah you know it, game it, over yeah it's it was too difficult so final or was it too difficult or he just didn't want to play it anymore hmm. i don't know i i think there is actually a whole you know thought area like thought experiment of of thinking about, well, yeah, no one really chooses to be born. So you don't get, but yeah, there's no choice in that, I guess. But it's also kind of miraculous because, I mean, to, to actually procreate and have a baby is actually really big deal, even though a lot of people do it, a lot of people have it, right? Yeah. There's a lot that could go wrong and a lot that doesn't yeah. happen, you know? And so to actually have, you know, to be born into some sort of family, wherever that is, mm-hmm. you, you didn't get to choose that. Right. That was the choice of two other people, I guess. And, <laughs> and I guess, depending on where you live, you know, the choice of being able to like be around in a medical area where you can't have a baby safely and, yeah. and whatnot, and the baby will be healthy. And, and there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. I don't know. The, the idea of life being a video game is just, it kind of, it kind of really blows the mind in a weird way <laughs> to really think, I mean, to, cause to me, my, my mind goes to simulation theory yeah. because simulation theory is essentially, yeah, you are in a game and mm-hmm. you're not in actually any control. This is just a simulation of, you know, you, you have some, some sense of, of free will, but you really don't, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a very existential thought about what are we really doing? It's, it's all we're, all we're doing is just playing a game. Well, if, well, in this quote, I do think that if you're viewing it as simulation theory, there is free will. You're a player in the game. You have the control in your hands. But there's it, the, the weird part about it is at the end of the game, it's not like you beat the whole level. Like no one ever is like, congratulations, you've successfully won the game. There's no ending point well, like that's, that yeah, I get, beyond that's... your own interpretation of how you performed in the game of life well that's why i think i'm having a hard time understanding what is the goal of the game because Mm -hmm. if it if it's the play if the player's goal is to just be have a pleasant life and to have everyone else around them like be have a pleasant influence on them too yeah well like what is the whole point of the game Hmm. is it just for everyone to be pleasant with each other i just feel like that's kind of a 
in a weird way to a utopian that isn't really think through all of human nature, mm-hmm. honestly. I mean, th- there has to be a point to the game. It's right. not just that everyone has a pleasant life because if someone's, you know, actually doing really well, there's a trade-off when someone's doing really bad, right? Right. There's a trade-off with everything that you do. And I'm not saying it's black or white. When something good happens, something bad has to happen, but kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're choosing to feed this tribe because they need, you know, they, they're, they're hungry, they're starving because there's a lot of people who are hungry in this world. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to not help another group, right. right? So how do you choose? So how do you choose? What What is that? I feel like there's so many different motives. There's so many different reasons why someone would help one over the other. Mm-hmm. And so... How would you choose? Because I, I kind of got a vibe of how you choose one tribe over the other. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's part of the randomness of life, right? I mean, mm. like that, that is like you're randomly, you're randomly put in a part of the world you could stay there or you can move you can mm-hmm. connect with others like there you, you're not a tree you're not rooted in one area but a lot of people do stay in their own area right right and especially right now where more people are staying put in their own country than ever before yeah um how do you choose i don't know there's a lot of different reasons why someone would choose to go to africa versus central america i mean we get this question all the time why did you choose nicaragua out of all of the countries in the world that need help yeah you chose Nicaragua to go to first. Right. And there's a re- there are reasons behind it, but they were kind of random even to us, you mm. know? I mean, there was, there was a lot of research done, but we could have just said, you know what? No, actually, the number one area in the, in the world, whole world that really needs help is this area. Hmm. And maybe that would have taken us to Africa, and who knows what our life would have been like at that point, you know? Yeah. So there are little things that we choose, and it could have gone one way or the other. I think about, you know, the butterfly effect, too. You just do one one action differently and then the whole ripple effect of what happens after that can change. Yeah. Well, I think for us personally, we do evaluate it on kind of a scale of we're, we're, we're categorizing them not by specifics, but more in, okay, are these kids, all all children are equal. We believe that all humans are equal regardless of color, age, ethnicity, all that stuff. Yeah. So, it really is about which ones do we feel are at the lowest that we can assist. And it is a balance between which ones are at the, that we believe are in that lowest tier that, and then which ones can we actually assist to it's two part because I do think that if you're looking for us, it's pretty easy to be like, okay, for the most part, this is the top tier. We don't need, that's the easy one to agree upon. Mm-hmm. When you go lower levels, it's like, okay, these get a little bit difficult differentiating which category. And so which ones do we think can use, you know, there's a huge difference from someone living off of $2 a day to living off of $4 a day. $2 is making a massive impact yeah. on that individual's life. If you give someone an extra $2 a day, and they're making, I don't know, 40K a year, it makes like very little, if any, impact on their life. So it's all about figuring out where the largest amount of impact can be made. And to us, that would be in the category of like, okay, well, what is your current life? How much of an impact, how far would this, whether it's financial resource or educational resources, whatever they are, how much of an impact would that make? And then can we do it? I do think that there is a factor that we have to take into account of 
what can we do? Why are we best suited to make this impact versus, you know, all these people are down here. This one's way down, but it just, it would be so difficult for us to do that just based on the resources and skills we have. Yeah. But, you know, so there is a, what is, a, what is most fitting for us yeah. kind of factor too. There is. And so that, I think that answers one of the questions is like you, we chose certain area based on a lot of other external things based on where we live too. I mean, we're not comfortable necessarily going in uh, the Asian part of the world because we don't speak any other of those languages. We've right, not been yeah. taught that's anything a good, like that's that, a good right? Example, yeah. For example, but I also think a lot of times I, I do. I contemplate this a lot. This is part of the reason why I think history is something I've, I find very fascinating mm. continuously. Is how, why are those areas in such dire need? Hmm. Right. And, and, and you look back in history and you look at certain countries who said, we need to go here. It will make our country and our people better off by mm-hmm. going over here. And then you end up colonizing an area where they're not in control of their own place because hmm. of X, Y, or Z. And why, why mm-hmm. did they, why were they more vulnerable than others? Right. Yeah. And, and because one team one country is saying this is going to better our country it's not going to better the the, the country they, they try to claim that it's going to better that country but years go by and we have hindsight and we see that it actually didn't mm. right and so you know one can convince themselves saying this is going to make my tribe better off mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so then it would actually achieve the goal in which the quote said mm. whoever you encounter make your life and their life more pleasant but that, that, there's a trade-off. So I guess what I'm trying to say at the core of it, no matter what you do, you're ignoring something. Hmm. And, it's, and so what is the point of the game? I think that the, the point of the game, so the, the quote, I think, hits at the internal, like the, the individual person. But I don't know that it explains why the game exists in the first place. Mm. Well, I don't think that's what the game's about or the quotes about at all, but yeah, definitely. Well, if the game of, if, if it's created a game, the game, well, if it's why a game, is it created? why is it here? Cause some people really like just, they're trying to get to the top and they're trying to get their family to be better. Right. So that's one little, that's on the really micro tribe. Right. Okay. So that's, so who created the video game? I mean, now we're getting way up there I know. and what is the purpose of the video game? Well, what is, I mean, what is the purpose of human existence? Well, maybe there isn't one. I mean, maybe at this point in time, with our current knowledge, the point of human existence is to do exactly what the quote says, which is to win the game of life. To You have to make it as pleasant as possible for yourself and for all of the, the other players you encounter in your travels. Maybe the purpose comes later for human existence, or maybe there is no purpose. I don't know. What is the point of sand? I mean, now we're getting really, really weird, but you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Like, what if it is just, like, why do ants do their thing? You know? I know. What is the purpose? What is the purpose? What if we're, we are just supposed to make it as pleasant for ourselves and make it as pleasant? I mean, if you take it out there beyond Earth, let's say we do encounter aliens. I know we're getting weird now, but just pretend. Yeah. Why not? Why can it not be? It's our purpose is to make it this journey of life as pleasant as possible for us and for others that we encounter beyond humans, beyond other species on Earth, but outside of planet Earth. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, I think I it still carries over. It does. But I think when I, when I, when I hear the goal is to make yourself and anyone else you encounter as pleasant as possible to me in a weird way, I kind of hear like the underlying tones of, of socialism, right? Like why would we don't need competition when we can just make sure everyone's taken care of. Hmm. Everyone is taken care of. Hmm. And everyone is having a pleasant life. If everyone can have a pleasant hmm. life, and what does that do? Well, at the heart of every single game, in order for it to actually be a game, there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. Hmm. And there has, to, there has to be multiple winners and losers. And there has to be competition. Hmm. And that's why a lot of times socialism has not actually worked because people hmm. have an in, inside desire to better themselves because of whatever that is. What I don't know where that comes from. Part of our consciousness, some people feel like that's something that drives them. Some people, it's like, fine, they're, they're, they're chilling, right? Yeah. But there is competition there. And if it's a game, at the heart of it, you can't have a tie, mm. right? You're not going to, not everyone's going to tie. There are going to be winners and they're going to be losers. Mm-hmm. And who are the losers? Are the ones, are they the, the miserable people who made everyone's life unpleasant? Hmm. Right? I mean, like, is Hitler the biggest loser of all time that I know of? Because mm. he, he ruined a lot of people's lives. I mean, he was not a pleasant person, but That's a fair at, the ta- at the time, actually. he thought that he was doing the best that he, he, he was trying to make the world more pleasant according to his weird, twisted sense of, perspective of reality of what he wanted to create. He thought Hmm. he was making it better. So then is it, well then is the judgment of if you won the game or not more based on how the majority of others view you as being a winner versus how you believe you performed? I don't know. I mean, in the Olympics, you got judges, right? In the Olympics, you got refs. Right. Like how, like what, who is the ref? Who, who is the one who is actually saying this is this person won, this person didn't. Mm. And it's not like there has to be Experts. a centralized. Well, does it have to be a centralized panel of individuals or mm. certain people? Like the, the reason why there's not a panel for a basketball game is because there are rules to the game that everyone has to follow and the refs just enforce it. That's all it is. And then the players yeah. play out and they win or lose. There are other games where there's a panel of judges who say that was the better, you know, twist and turn in gymnastics or whatever than yeah. compared to that or in ice skating. It's mm-hmm. just a different type of game. We don't even know what type of game we're playing. Mm. We don't know what the rules of the game are. There is no rules to the game necessarily. There are. We kind of, well, I think that in a weird way, that's, that's what cultures do. That's what societies do. They try to create order mm. with, yeah. with rules because right. there's really no rules actually. Yeah. Well, there, what would that there, look like? There are rules and the rules are, are very, firm but they are that the, the rules are basically like your life which i think they go over you know if you if you get older your heart meter is going to go down ill don't eat don't drink that's that's kind of the rules it's like just be alive yeah. in a weird way yeah you know and the rest is yet to be determined perhaps so in your perspective who do you think is winning the video game of life or who won the video game of life has anyone ever won well I'm, i don't know maybe that's your answer is you don't think anyone's ever won well i don't know i think there have been plenty of people who have had a po- like have had a really positive influence on a lot of people and mm-hmm. like maybe they weren't even alive to see it you know like mm-hmm. they weren't able to they weren't alive to see the the impact later on into the future i mean is it is it so wrong to even believe like okay so for example i don't know 
Picasso's paintings, they're worth a lot of money. Do they mm-hmm. bring people pleasure after his death? Like, does is mm. he a winner of the game because he's well known, or is it because he his art gives people pleasure, right? Mm. Or yeah. it makes their life more pleasant? I don't know. So it really does kind of, if you think of it in, through that lens, a lot of things. It's hard to explain why they are prominent in life. If this is a, a game, this yeah. life is a game. Well, perhaps it's the individuals that you view as heroes are those that you believe successfully won the game. Right. You know, if, if they're alive or if they're not alive, if you view them as a hero, then they were a winner. Yeah. If you view them as evil, they were the biggest loser. Well, you could probably argue either way for a lot of people. Yeah. Other people may view them as the biggest loser. Like there's probably, unfortunately there are definitely people who would say, Adolf Hitler is the biggest winner of I the know. video game. That his perspective was the right one, and that it, it's 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 kind of sickening, actually, if yeah. you really think about it in that way. But there are people who do believe that, and so are they playing? I, that's what I'm saying. I think that the game that we're all playing is very subjective, and there is no one game right now. Right. The future uh, that this book is writing about has basically explained that it has been consolidated into a game because the world. Hmm. Maybe they needed it. And it, so, it's it's a way of, of of trying to get. I don't I don't know. I, I do think that at the root of it, it has to be competition. There are winners and losers who just don't know who the winner is, what requires of that, and what is the loser. Because at the end of the day, if we're going by that quote, hmm. it really is subjective and personal based on the individual yeah. and others' perspectives. But I don't sometimes know. it's just best to keep it simple, though. It is. It is. Well, that's I think that's why I do like the quote because I think if you just follow that. In general, I think the world would be a better place. I agree. If people did follow that, it would probably be a better place. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end it. Me too. Well, that was a really interesting conversation. I Went hope way we all deeper enjoyed than it. I expected. Yeah, well, I think when we're talking about the purpose of life and if life is actually just a game, you know, <laughs> that's pretty existential. We yeah. really dig deep, deep into it. And we did. So I enjoyed that. Hope you all are having a wonderful day and that you enjoyed the conversation. We look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.